Okay, so since last week, wh when did we last speak? That was uh, Monday. I think it got posted Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, so that sounds Monday. right. So that's like what five days ago? Yeah, five six. six. Right. Okay. So I watched the remaining sixteen episodes of the first season. Okay. Of what? Um, and of My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic. And I'm working on downloading the second season right now. Um, they're, they're giant HD downloads though. They're like 850 megs a piece. Right. But I also, I guess I've kind of fallen into like this weird like YouTube black hole of uh, pony videos and like image boards and stuff. It just never ends. Apparently, it's it's pretty. It's like the best black hole though, in terms of what's in there. But it's kind it's of probably more to... like a rainbow hole. Yeah, exactly. Like it's friendship like hole, friendship sure. hole. Sure, <laughs> come into my friendship hole. It kind of messes up everything else in your life. Hey but... girl, I'm gonna show you my friendship hole. No, it's it was it's pure-hearted man. Pure-hearted friendship hole. Yeah, it's it's kind of this subculture is kind of the most extraordinary thing I've discovered in quite a while. Like I've decided, I'm I think I'm gonna have to put this right up next to Rise of the Planet of the Apes and like Nicolas Cage. Oh come oh, on, man. it's some of the best stuff. I've okay, discovered. so you're saying this is the 2012 thing? 2012. No, this is like the life-defining thing I've found in 2012 so far. Are you yeah. saying ponies are going to be the end of the world? No, they might be like the beginning of a great new world where there's parties like every other day. A whole new like, world. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the next line otherwise. A I'd magic it. place. Avenue. There you go. I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> magic carpets <laughs> and something, something. Yeah, to do. I don't know. Disney. We can't sing anymore or we get sued. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's really good. It's almost too good. And it's like, yeah, some great life lessons in there. So get your kids watching it. Wait, are you saying something can be too good? Uh, only in, like, too much of a good thing kind of thing. Like, I need to throttle back some. Like, two nights ago, I was up until, like, 7 in the morning. And it just ruined everything. Okay, yeah, that that's a bit much. Yep. So, like, yeah, like I was caffeinated. Basically, there's a serious, like, sociological study going on as well on the brony subculture. It's like a giant survey. So I decided to take that. And then kind of gave me a sense of, like, other stuff that's going on. And also, like, what can be expected. Basically, I need to join that club at the university and, like, see if that dissipates some. Like, I can express wait, a lot wait, of the stuff wait, I'm having. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what? There's, there's a pony club? Yeah, it's one of the only official ones in Canada so far. It's like on what? this big map of official brony meetups. And it's at the UFC. It's at the UFC. I saw, I saw a posting for it last week, or like two weeks ago before reading week when I was there. I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, weird. And then like just went on not worrying about it. And now I need to find that. I need to go and see wh what room, what time. I must know. So just like... I it could go one of two ways. It's like I can express all my thoughts on it to somebody who gets it, and then it'll be like, all right, now we're good, and I can move on with my life. Or it'll supercharge it, and you won't see me again. I'll join a commune. Of now, bronies. I understand there's something going on near the end of June? Yeah, uh, BronyCon in New Jersey. Are you going to go to New Jersey. I'm really thinking about it. Like, that's another thing I need to, like, if this club has, like, some sort of group going, I could easily join up that. If not, it's going to be like a one-man road trip, and it'll be like the weirdest one-man so road trip. It's going to be a single man, single Yeah, like, what do I say when I'm crossing into the going States? Going to a pony convention. Exactly. Half a continent away. I know. That's like, when I'm crossing into the States, story. it's like, hey, wh what are you going to the States for? Oh, um... Pleasure. 
a, a convention. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I'm still a little self conscious about it. But um, yeah, I I don't know. Or just drive in Canada for the most part, and then try to just cross into that area. And then if they don't let me in, I'll just I'll just, hang just say you're being a tourist. Yeah, I'm just I want to see New Jersey. <laughs> You know, all those know. great sites in New Jersey. I'm going on a Kevin Smith uh, film tour thing. Get, catch up on all the stuff he's been doing. So, no, I don't know. Uh, it's it's an idea, though. It's a couple months away, so... Actually, yeah, it's like four months away, so that might happen. Any of you guys in? You want to go? No. I think it's the yep. same time as E3, so I, if I had to choose between... <laughs> probably E3. It's on a... I think it's... It's at the it's same time like... of me sitting on my couch. Oh, okay. I, I know how hard that. that can be. Sean, I'm not missing that for a pony convention. I'm, sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm not 100 percent sure what it would even entail, so I'm I'm asking on like the My Little Pony subreddit, like, hey, any BronyCon stories from the previous ones? I've, they do I've these every seen five footage months. and pictures. It's like uh, some of the Casco and what's yeah. the size of this? It's like uh, the last one was like 700 people. They only started it last year. Okay. I know it from the stats I saw. It's kind of been like doubling every time though. Like, so it might be getting kind of big at some point, but even then, that would be like 1400 so that's that's pretty small. But, yeah. I guess every five months, yeah, this is BronyCon Summer Edition, or something, so... Oh, that's right, cause there's two BronyCons, isn't there? I guess. And they're all well, in they that kind of East Coast. The, uh, New York area, not necessarily... The most magical place? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what to expect, though. Like, I'm, I want to get some more kind of first-hand recollections of what goes down there to make sure it's worth the trip before I get too invested. But, yeah, it's been it's been pretty, it's been a pretty intense week or whatever. It's been, yeah, I'm going to say positive overall, but it can, it can get, it can get a hold of you. So, Nathan, did you yeah. know that there's actually a My Little Pony Fighting is Magic video game? So, it's a fighting game. Based on this show, and this is a podcast about video games called Top Down Perspective. Okay. I, I is there heard... actually a fighting game? There actually is, actually. What's some, that for? Uh, PC. Some guys are working on it. Uh, all the main characters, so the main, the main seven, I think is what they call it, and maybe like the boss. Who would be the seventh? Spike or something? Or Celestia? Uh, good question. Uh, I think... Because it's the core six, or the, you know... Or no, maybe it is main six. I don't know. Okay. But they spell it like M A N E six, like you know, horses mane. Yeah, ha 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 ha. Horse jokes. Yeah, that's yeah. There's a lot of horse jokes. They're pretty good. Um, I'm your host this week, Jonathan, and I'm joined as usual by Nathan. Hi. And Sean. Hello. And we are going to talk about video games and probably more My Little Pony by the looks of it. Well, just I I I, I read that sentence somewhere like. Uh, fighting is magic or whatever. I was like, what is that? Like, it's just, there's so much going on in the general culture that it's just like, I don't have time for that. I'm going to look at all these weird kind of music video portraits of all the characters. Is that the one that goes like, yeah. yeah, like I had a bunch of those linked to me. When I'm, you know, insert word here. Yeah, I don't know what that's for, but I watched like all of them. Someone, someone's like, you were, you remind me of this character. And they're like, no, you remind me of this character actually. And, I got like three different ones of those. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. Q was uh, from from Star Trek was a, or a character. Starting in season two, I guess Discord, which is in the first episode, which I haven't watched yet. I haven't seen season two anything yet. There, that's kind of what the conversation is on right now in the okay, threads and stuff. So I need to catch up. I'm way behind. I don't. 
my references are way out of date too. Like twenty percent cooler is like old. Can't even throw that around anymore. Wait, so there's dated pony references? I, I think they're still like appreciated because they're people are rewatching a lot of episodes. But you know, right now the big conversation is uh, Derpy actually appeared in an episode in season two, but then the voice was changed. And I'm not 100 percent sure. We we can't go down this path. It'll it'll be a pony podcast forever. Like what what video games do you want to know about? Because I played those too. Okay, what games did you play when you weren't catching up on ponies? Uh, I did like I think it was like my first proper like connect stuff really. I went down to Oak Tokes somehow with uh, some of the PAX friends and played some Connect stuff. So, Happy Action Theater. Ooh, how right. is that? It's pretty cool. It's, like, really random on purpose, so some of it isn't as interesting. It's just like, you're Jello. I don't know. Dance around. Yeah. Look at that plate <laughs> wobble. Like, nothing happens. But um, some of them are more, like, just weird games. And then my favorite one is, like... I don't know how best to describe it. It's just like a bunch of stars continually flying down like a tunnel, and you're kind of there. Is it like that screensaver? Uh, maybe. No, no, it's not like the space. Yeah, no, it's not like the light speed type thing. It's more just like a 1970s like TV show intro or something, and okay. you're just kind of dancing around, and then it'll constantly kind of be flashing and lights and stuff. There's no purpose to it whatsoever, other Is there than music it's just- or something. Oh yeah, there's there's some thumping tunes and stuff. Like there's a lot of dancing related stuff too. Like the end credits well, of that game love were dancing. Every, I think people like dancing. Right up right? there with trains. Yeah. So I don't think there's no there's no train anything, but there's a lot of dancing in the game. Um, How was uh, the photo the one? Photo that was stuff. Like the best one. That one's pretty cool. Like again though, I don't think there's any real goal. Like, the, the goals are basically just determined by the achievements, and some of them just don't have achievements, so it was kind of hard to I get. I thought it was supposed to be just one of the, like, dumb party games you just kind of turn on when everyone's drunk. Yeah. You, there's, like, a mode where the director is just kind of... like It's like a setup, kind of like a play or whatever, and if you just choose the director mode or whatever, it's just cycling random stuff forever. So, if you just turn that on for a while, some a bunch of fun could be had. And yeah, it would play really well at a party, I would assume. Um, that sounds really fun, actually. It's pretty fun. It's like ten bucks, just weird nonsense, and it seemed to do some pretty fun stuff with the camera. Like the depth cam stuff was, yeah, that was a cool one. I'm trying to think, what what was like another standout? The lava like, one. You're launching rockets and stuff. The lava one has a funny like Terminator Two joke, so that was okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. G- generally, I I quite enjoyed it. But uh, any other specific questions about it? I, I can't really think of anything else to mention. Did you play all the games on it? it or? I think so. We didn't get all the achievements, though. Not quite. Like 12 out of 16 or whatever it was. But, um... Yeah, I'm kind of hazy like, on it right now. Do you recommend... Overall, I'd purchase? recommend it if you have a Kinect, I guess. I just did it. Well, if you have people over sometimes, it's another cool thing to do. Like, but like, um, see, my issue that I didn't pick it up is like, how long is it gonna last? Um, you know, just keep going to new parties. Turn it off. Just keep bringing all your your connecting your 360 with you everywhere. Yeah, for in terms of like one person playing, like not very long at all. Like it's it's like two three hours maybe if you want to get everything maybe. But if it's just like another you know thing in your connect arsenal for convincing people this is worth time. Um, it's it's a good one. I I thought so anyway. I also played a 
Dance Central 2. Okay. Which, um, I'm not very good at that game. I still haven't figured out this whole mirroring thing. So I'm not supposed to be doing exactly what the guy is doing. No, you are. Wait. You have to do what the little the cue cards show. So, like, he's moving his right arm, I'm doing what? He's moving his right arm. Yeah. So you're moving your left arm because yeah. you're a mirror See, of him. Exactly. Whereas I was kind of, like, doing what he was doing, and I was just wrong all the time. Well, because the concept is it's easier if you're mirroring him. Uh, that In theory, I guess, but I, I was doing opposite stuff to, like, be that guy, you know? It just didn't go very well. That okay. LaRue song is in it, though. That was okay. Bulletproof. But, uh, I don't know. Not not a ton of songs I was into in the second one. Have you checked the DLC at all? Do you know if there's some pretty good stuff? or? Not that I was really into, but you like some really crappy music, so you <laughs> might be into that. There is Dance by Justice, which I liked. So. Yeah, that's a good song. And that one thing by LMFAO just came out. Party Rock oh. Anthem? Yes, that one. Sort yeah. So, okay. If you're way into that, which, you know, the majority of the population is, so... Well, they were on the Super Bowl, so... Yeah, yeah they were there. there that that North Korea video was something. North Korea video? Yeah, someone edited, like, a, a bunch of marches and stuff to that song. Ah, uh, okay. And it's kind of... like a new creepy. M&M's commercial that has that song in it? Uh, that, song, that song's everywhere. Like it's it's getting he sees around. Like a brown yeah. M&M I don't know about this. Takes M&M's off his one. his color because he thinks it's like a naked party. That was the Super Bowl ad. I don't know if that song was in that commercial oh. though. I thought it, it might have been. You it totally could have been. I I don't know. It was like thirty seconds long. I didn't think it was especially funny commercial. Right. I didn't really look through the commercials this year. I heard they weren't that great. But yeah, Doritos one was funny because a dog killed a cat or something. I don't know. That was weeks ago. That's okay. Done. Yeah. Let's that's, that's old. Um. What else did I... You mentioned some iPhone app you wanted to talk about. Oh, well, it's it's more like if you want to get into some details about what the Grand Galloping Gala is all about. Which I didn't know. Well, the Grand Galloping Gala is like an annual big event that all the ponies go to. Apparently, to celebrate, like, the formation of Equestria. Like, when the Earth ponies, the Pegasi, and the unicorns all got together. I regret bringing this up. I thought I didn't know this was a pony-related app. Oh, well, okay. But, no, continue. I, uh, you know, I made my bed. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a storybook. Uh, you can go through it multiple times, though, and there's, like, interactable, interactive little bits in it, and then you unlock items, and then you can fill in your own story at the end. And what's like the name sounds. of this app? Uh, it's uh, Twilight Sparkle Teacher for a Day, uh, My Little Pony. Of course it is. All right. Oh, read and record. I guess you can put your own voices in it, which could be fun, actually. Is it, is it like 99 cents? No, it was like $4. All right, there you go. Yep. Anyway, there's also a great soundboard one, but that was free. That's from some dedicated person. They got a PayPal app in there. Okay, we shouldn't talk about that. What was... I swear I played another Connect game. I can't remember. What's another noteworthy... Oh, Connect Adventure. I played some of that was in the boat and everything. And yeah. Cool. Did you get a game boat? I did not. But, um... I don't... Yeah, I didn't Haven't gotten that full experience yet. No. Inquire if it won't be the same until we find game boat. Yeah. I just um, love that it's for one specific minigame. Out of, like, ten in that thing. I'm sure you can use it for other things as well. I'm sure you could use it for anything! <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in it as a game chair, yeah. 
I'm trying to... Okay, you know when you... You could probably use that thing for anything other than a boat. Actually, I think it worked as a boat, too, didn't it? I think it did work as a boat, just not necessarily a great one. Um, okay, so do you know when you animate those weird little gopher things? In what? Oh, in, in yeah, sorry, Adventure. Adventures, yeah. And do they fear. always let you record voice as well, or sometimes yeah. is it just, like, dance around? It's voice as well. I think the mic not all just of them. Didn't, yeah, like, the mic didn't seem to be doing anything to it, so we just kind of were able to make them truffle-shuffle and whatever. And it was funny, but it wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be. But, yeah. Did Connect Adventures 2 come out? No, I don't think that's the thing. I don't think it's oh, the I'm thing. I'm thinking yet. of Connect Sports 2. Yeah, that did come out. Oh, that's oh, out? Season that's 2, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that was the Connect today, and then I... What else happened? I know I played Ry- Rhythm Heaven Fever, finally, yesterday. Let's talk about that. It's, it's good. I like it. I, I only played, like, the first three tiers, I think, like, the first... Did you get to Air sets. Rally? Yeah, I got to Air Rally. I did really poorly. It's the best one, right? No. I don't think so. It's, it's good, though. I think I love it. That cat is just great, and, you know, he starts yelling when he gets further away from you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what was, like, the big standout one. I didn't even, like, I thought the first one was kind of okay, too. Um, The, the one where you're one? sitting on it. Yeah. Like, yeah, the like mandrel throwing stuff at you. Or you're kicking soccer balls, and you're trying to sit on this bench with this girl, and it's just, like, footballs and junk. And then oh, dudes like catch a double them in the background. One. I just like there's dudes in the background. That yeah, are... I like when like the football guy like catches it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, remixes, all that. The next tier is pretty good because you get the uh, the wrestling one and you also get the samurai one. Or oh. wait, no, the samurai one is the third tier, isn't it? Fourth tier. Fourth tier. Okay, so yeah, that's the one with the wrestler. Those those two are pretty good. Yeah, I haven't gotten the wrestler one yet. I'm assuming you played it then, John. No, I just watched the quick look. I haven't played oh, the okay. comedy yet. Alright. That samurai one is just so good when it's telling you the story while you're playing. It's trying to cover what I mean, up what you're doing. Yeah, and it's just so good. It's like, you took my pinwheel, so can you go fight all these demons to get my pinwheel back? <laughs> just so good. And the music just makes it sound so epic, but all he's doing is just trying to get a pinwheel back. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. Um... I think that was. I think that's everything. Seems like I'm forgetting one thing, but we can talk um, about Arkham Horror if you want. Oh, I guess there was like no, never mind. Uh, Arkham Horror. Oh yeah, yeah. We played like the HP Lovecraftian type board game thing, which was pretty yeah, cool. This tabletop board games. Not we did really well though. It was like I yeah, thought we beat it would it. be really it took challenging. Three hours, but we beat that game. Yeah, we totally won. We stopped. Ancient what one never the, escaped. What was the ancient one we were up against? I forget its name. Like, uh, it was not Cthulhu. So yeah, because Cthulhu was pretty. It was not in that game. I can look it up. Give me a quick second because I took a photo of it on my Flickr. Okay, but yeah, no, that that was a lot different than I expected. But it was it was pretty cool. Um, have you played? His name was Ith Ithaqua. Ithaqua. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Are you familiar with this game? Do we need to get into details or? I I played it before. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. Um, but for the people who haven't played it, why don't you describe it a bit? I'm trying to... Like, what was my name? Henry Walters? Harvey Walters? Something like that. Like you a were a professor. professor. Yeah. Um, I was, basically, uh, I was a psychologist. Like, yeah. 1920s London? Yep. What city was it? Well, Arkham. Oh, yeah. So probably, like, Pacific... I don't know. 
New England type area? It, it, it's uh, that kind of era. So that's just where right. all the Lovecraftian stuff usually takes place anyways. So. Yeah. And, like, I've only had very little interaction with that. Like, uh, Dark Corners of the Earth was kind of a thing that I, I quite enjoyed that game. So kind of remind me of some of that. And, yeah, you just team up. You're trying to close weird demon gates from opening up in the city before everything goes really bad. And an ancient entity appears and destroys everything. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. We successfully did that. <laughs> it's good. That, that, yeah. It fills up a lot of table space. Oh, yeah. It no, it's gigantic. I'm impressed you guys won your first game. Usually it doesn't go that well. Yeah, uh, we, we were playing with someone who right? had played it several times before, but he was saying that's, like, the best I've ever done, because, like, the ancient one didn't even awaken. Oh, wow. Yeah. You guys did really good. Yeah. But, like, it almost seemed like something was wrong. Like, did we miss a rule or fudge something accidentally? We might have. I don't know. Because like, you, you, you guys were moving the counter thing. along, right? See, that that's the, the thing I was track? wondering about. Yeah. It didn't go up. What? Yeah. That's so what I, I was worried about. I think we missed that point. Exactly. But then again, the only thing that does is make... Like, shops close, right? Uh, no. Well, if that fear track fills up, then it summons the ancient one. Right. D- yeah. Um, but it also does close shops and sometimes like, open like, portals. we, like, didn't use shops for the most part. I, well, I went to a couple. But I, that was the thing I noticed, that, like, about halfway through the game. It was like, wait. I've played a similar type cooperative experience called Pandemic. And that thing, we had, it has a similar thing. It's moving up all the time. And that's what makes it crazy intense. Right, because you and don't like for Bidden Island, same thing. It has a it has a counter. Right, so I think we did this wrong because it was like it was almost like we were playing with infinite time on, and it was like, oh, this yeah, is maybe. Good. Oh well, I I still enjoyed most of what happened. It was good. We played but, again uh, at some point. Yeah, yeah. That that's it for me though. I think for games, pretty sure. All right, Sean, what about you? Um, I finished up Warp. I don't recommend anyone buy that game. Really? What's so I bad about it? I just really, it's, it's just, I found it so boring, and just, I, I don't know, I didn't like how it handled, and the whole time, like, like it's silent for the most of the game. There's, like, oh, not okay. even background music. Hmm. Yeah, so, I just, I don't know, personally, I don't recommend that game. Uh, however, then I did play Alan Wake's American Nightmare, because that came out mm-hmm. this week, uh, and that gets a lot better. Uh, so that... That's the real start of the Xbox Live house party, as far Even as I'm concerned. Even though we're, like, three weeks into it already? Number two. Well, well, this will be the third week. Shank 2 came out. Shank that wasn't part, part of it. it? Yes, it was, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I don't know. It, it wasn't. Like it could I, be. 100%. It was not part of it. Okay. It's just four games. And it started with Warp. So, Alan Wake's American Nightmare. I'm about an hour and a half into that. Um, they kind of split it up, almost like episodes, because whenever you, like, finish a section of something, it'll bring you, like, to a new area to play, and I'm in the third area, I believe. You start at, like, a rest stop, which is, like, a motel and diner kind of area, then you move to an observatory, and now I'm in a drive-in, and I haven't done anything there really yet. Uh, but that game's pretty good. Um, it doesn't seem like... Well, I guess there is a kind of a bit more combat. I don't know. The combat's pretty short every time you encounter it. It'll be like, oh, there's two guys. Take them out quickly. And you get so much ammo that the combat's pretty easy to handle. Then again, I am just at the beginning, and they're starting to put, like, literal monsters in there. Like, you got to fight spiders. Spiders suck. I hate spiders. 
So. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's that Chang Chi wasn't part of the house party. Yep. There you go, in your face. I knew it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's got a great look to it, especially all the all the areas are nice with the like fluorescent lights going on and stuff. Uh, Alan Wake, dude is wearing like a belt buckle with like a bull's head on it, so that guy is full moved in. That's what I'll say. Okay. Um, he looks good. Sounds good. Um, so, like, the main, like, antagonist, Mr. Scratch, it does this really cool thing where on the screen, when they're reading Mr. Scratch, it'll say Mr. Scratch on, like, the paper, but what it says out of, like, the audio is it'll say Mr., and then it'll be basically be, like, white noise. So it'll be, like, Mr. K, which I just thought was a kind of cool little addition to it. Well, it's, like, all TV-themed, um, right? So is that kind of white noise like that, or? What do you mean? Sorry? Like, is it, like, TV, like, white, like, snow? Is that what it's yeah, like? Yeah, like, white noise, like, when you just go to a channel that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, like, like that, basically. Is there a lot of FMV in it, too? Um, not a lot, but every time you go to, like, uh, a TV, uh, you'll see the, the actor there and stuff doing, you know, whatever he does. Okay. Uh, so there's, there's a bit. Um, tons of tidbits, like, there's, like... I don't know, 75 manuscript pages to find in that game? 75? Some manuscript pages. Okay. In, in terms of the collectibles. And then you can also find TVs, which those don't seem hard to find because they're kind of on the main track. And also radios, which are a little off the beaten track, but they're still like, you know, you're going to be in this house. This Oh, hey, there's a radio in this house as well. Um, and the radio is pretty good because that incorporates... Uh, the, the guy from the original Alan Wake who did the radio show, as well as the uh, the two old guys in the band are on that show. He's interviewing them, and Barry's their manager now, which is pretty funny. So you got you kind of got all your old characters back, and uh, okay. so it's kind of weird in terms of when this takes place, because it's it seems that. So Alan Wake originally was a writer on a TV show called Night Springs. And you're in Night Springs kind of doing this, but you but the events of the first game happened? Okay. I've so heard it, it described that this is kind of set up in a way where this could happen, but they could also write it out of the story if it doesn't fit later. Like it, it seems it, like that. It seems like it could just be like a side story. I'm not at the end yet, so I don't know how much it affects the outer world. Mm-hmm. But it kind of just, from where I'm at, it just seems kind of like further adventures of him trying to fight darkness in this setting. Okay. So, but just in terms of like, I don't know, I guess you could just argue that it's all in his mind. But basically, you're reliving episodes of a show that you wrote before Alan Wake, but you know all the stuff that happened in Alan Wake. Okay. So it's clearly after that, kind of. It's weird. Does this have um, anything to offer to someone who hasn't played Alan Wake, theoretically? Like, I have, but I'm just... Yeah, it does It does pretty good at the beginning of it, kind of explaining, like, these people have been touched by darkness, You you know... So they're clearly crazy, and who is Mr. Scratch? Kind of like that. Um, this the, the, It is pretty story-heavy, though, so I would definitely recommend playing the first one, but I don't think you would be too lost, because it does do a, quite a bit of exposition at the beginning. Like, you'll meet characters, and it, he'll just start explaining weird... Like, no, I've done this before. It's darkness. You might not know what's going on. You have to stay in light. Blah, 
So you could definitely play it. I haven't tried out any of the arcade mode, which I understand is, uh, I think, the horde mode section. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely see what that is. But yeah, you get a ton of more weapons, like semi-automatic ones, a nail gun, all over the place. And you unlock them by finding literal weapon crates around the area that you can open by having collected a certain number of manuscript pages. Which, I definitely recommend getting those manuscript pages, because they even tell you how to, like... Like, I knew about spiders, or I'm going to have to fight... I'm going to have to fight spiders later on from the manuscript, and it even told me, like, you can defeat them without bullets. They're just against... They're weak against light as well, so that can definitely help you out. Uh, but yeah, I recommend it. It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Okay. Good feel. I, I like being back in there. And a lot of people are like, oh, man, I hate Alan Wake combat. I kind of like the combat, so I'm okay with it. Yes. I think it's just the fact that it's not as good as, you know, their previous entry, Max Payne. I think it's just that more people wanted, like, more of, like, a survival horror thing than, like, an action game. And then when they announced, you know, with this, air quotes, sequel, uh, it kind of went the opposite way everyone wanted it to go. But, like... That makes sense. Like, you've been playing Alan Wake. How do you feel about the combat in that game? It's not that bad. I can see why it's annoying, because you kind of have to keep the light on the character for a while. Right, but, but but I just like, you know, you can do flares, and then if you're getting, like, really overpowered, you can just, like, launch a flare gun at someone, or, like, a flashbang or something. Was there yeah, flashbangs in the first one? I don't remember. I, I haven't seen so. any either way. Okay. I think there was. Anyway. I'm enjoying it. I would, I would recommend it. Uh... Less forest stuff so far. I don't know if I end up being in the forest again, but it's well, all it's in Arizona, right? It's yeah. So I, I guess expect, so. Yeah, that wouldn't make I sense. Like forest, kind really. of forest, right? Yeah. So that that there already kind of gets rid of some of the you know spooky things behind trees, but it'll still do cool stuff. Like you'll be walking by like a bush or something, and then all of a sudden the camera will cut to inside the bush, like someone's watching you, and then then spiders start coming out. So. And that game, the audio in that game always keeps you on edge the entire time. So that's annoying because constantly scared of spiders coming out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. I recommend it. Uh, that's Those two is it for what I've uh, been playing. I played Arkham Horror with Nathan. But that's about it. Yeah. Alright, well, I didn't really play much. At all, I, I'm probably not just gonna go through. I'm not gonna go through the stuff from last night because I was hanging out with some friends playing NES games last night. Okay. But uh, do you want to just run down what you play? You don't have to talk about them, but just get yeah. a list. Sure. Um, we went through like six NES games: uh, Snowbros, uh, Battletoads, Wizards and Warriors, um, Ninja Turtles. What is Snow Bros? Uh, it's an old arcade game made by Capcom. Is it a snowboarding game? No. Oh. You play as two princes who got turned into snowmen. So you have to oh. go around turning, putting monsters into snowballs and then throwing them into walls and killing other enemies to try to save your princess and to get turned back to normal. Okay. What was that snowboarding or you know, it was a skiing game? It was on the computer and you just kind of went downhill? Ski free. Yeah. Ski free. And there was like a Yeti or something? Yeah, the Yeti would always try to kill you. Right. Well, and was, was the concept of that just go down as far as you can? Pretty yeah. much. Because there wasn't so. an end, right? It just kind of got... No, it was infinite. Faster. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
try to mess up skiers on the way down. But, uh, right, okay. People crash. Okay. Uh, I also brought my copy of Battle Kid Fortress Apparel with me, so that infuriated everyone, basically, for an hour. Alright. Battle Kid. Yeah, it, it's, it's a game that was made in 2008. Alright, okay. For the NES? Yeah. Okay. So this one guy made the game by himself for the NES, and Put it on a cartridge, and you can buy it online. How much is it? Thirty bucks. Twenty bucks. Oh, okay. I can't remember uh, how much. Right. He, he's working on the sequel now. I don't know if it's already out. I haven't checked. Okay. But it's a pretty good game. It's really difficult, though. It's like I want to be the guy esque. Which, if you haven't played that, it's a very challenging game. Right. Okay. There's another game to play, but I can't remember what it is. Oh yeah, Gyrus. There we go. And okay. Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, so that was what we just did last night. Uh, I played a little bit of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater 3D. Okay. Did you get the HD collection? No, I did not. Okay. Just because like, I have a friend who has like every version of that game now. I thought about it, but then I realized I'm probably never going to go back and play Metal Gear Solid 2 again. Uh, I'm playing 3 on the handheld, and I haven't even played Peace Walker yet. Right. Okay. So I don't know. It, uh, I played it for like forty minutes, which was pretty much just the intro. So the majority of that was watching cutscenes. Did you watch them in three D? No. Okay. Well. And you're playing with the Circle Pad Pad Pro. Uh, I actually at this point I wasn't, but uh, okay. it does it does let you use the Circle Pad Pro. Did you Did you like Was the controls awful and you were like, oh man, I really want to grab my Circle Pad. It wasn't that bad, actually. Uh, it's it's a little weird. Uh, basically, the face buttons, the ABXY, they control the camera. Yep, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, the majority of the controls you need are with the shoulder buttons and the D-pad. So it's it's a learning curve, but it's not too bad. I would reckon. I would say though that it is better with the Circle Pad Pro. Same with Resident Evil Revelations. Okay. Well, you're not really far into it for 40 minutes. No, so I haven't really gotten into any fights or anything, but I don't know. I can walk around the jungle okay. Alright. Uh, other than that, uh, last week I forgot to mention that I was playing Ration Clank All for One. Oh, okay. Alright. This is the multiplayer one. The multiplayer one. Did you play with four people? Or? No, I only played with someone else. I mean, it was me and my girlfriend were playing it. Right, okay. So you got your two. And is that good? Yeah, actually, it was really fun. Alright. So, I, I, I still want to play through my Kraken Time copy. You should. Kraken Time's a really good game. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I've had the ending for it spoiled for me, so I don't know when I'll get around to playing it, but it was really good. Alright. And but other than that... And is it, it primarily like a puzzle game since it's co-op, or is it, you know, platformer like usual? It, it's platformer like usual. There's not really much in the way of puzzles. There's a little bit where you have to, like, throw people across chasms okay. and stuff like that. But any, the, any interesting, like, like good use of, like, it's multiplayer for this reason. This is a really good puzzle for multiplayer. No, no, nothing like no, that, unfortunately. Just, like, throw it's people across chasms? Just, just having a multiplayer game, basically. Right, okay. It's a fun little action game. It handles, like, all the other Ratchet and Clanks, but with more characters. It's a lot more hectic and a lot harder to keep track of everything. Yeah, I heard this one wasn't... Redeemed very well. No, I, I, it's it's a bit lower down in quality, I'd say, than the future series. Okay, but if you're is looking this not for part of the future series, 
Uh, yes and no. It's not, the word future isn't in the title, but it does pretty much take place right after Kraken Time. Oh, huh, that's weird. Like, the events that happen through the two future, the three future games, uh, they carry forward. wonder if there was a specific reason they didn't want to put future on there. Probably because they were just trying something different. They didn't want people to think it's official, like, storyline. It doesn't seem like it really pushes the Ratchet & Clank story further. Okay. So I think it was just like, oh, here's a side story game we're going to do, so there's no no point putting the future line on it. All right. I don't know. If you got a bunch of people around who want to play it, I'd say play it, get it. Uh, if you're playing it by yourself, I wouldn't go for it. Okay. Good to know. Okay, and that's it. All right. So I guess let's move on to news. Oh, no, wait, we can't, because your segment that you love so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, so I will shut up as you two talk about I had actually Destiny. totally forgotten, but I, I should have shut up, damn it. <laughs> damn it, damn it. No, we would have put it on afterwards. Oh, we can't or, right now. At the worst, I would have just recorded myself talking. <laughs> you probably would have, too. Uh, no, I spent half an hour watching it, so I, like, that can't be all for nothing. <laughs> I need to share my suffering. I have to justify this. Yeah. Uh, so the Make name like of this Drake. episode was "Make Like Drake." Uh, yeah. As as people heard from last week, uh, it's all about Uncharted: Golden Abyss, the uh, best action adventure game of all time. Well, because it's the latest one, but yeah. Uh, anyway. So one thing. Please now I didn't really that. get any amazing quotes. But I just liked uh, Ego Raptor's comment about how grabbing onto ledges is unique to Uncharted. What? Did he say that? Yeah, he was like, "What?" Because he was trying to think, "What would this uh, challenge be?" He's like, "What's what's unique to Uncharted? Like getting treasure, grabbing onto ledges." So I thought that was pretty good. Well, I'm sure he meant, you know, on the side of a train. I'm sure he's being sarcastic. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, I kind of like, I, I have seen Ego Raptor videos. I realized I, I went and looked to see what that was about. And I was like, oh, yeah, never mind. Like the Halo Reach Rage one, that's the one I remembered. But don't worry about it. Um, what it, what is this about smug ass comments? Oh, he was just kind of, it was Ego Raptor again. Just kind of been like, how does there is no one on the Earth who doesn't know who Nolan North is. But for you guys who don't, it's uh, the voice of Nathan Drake. Duh. And I just thought he was like, right. you are like the, the worst. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, okay. So, yeah, just his smug-ass comment about Nolan North. Anyway, so yeah, the winners of this... The, okay, so they had to do an obstacle course and like fling some water uh, cantaloupe. Which like, wasted so of, many cantaloupes. I was not into that at all. A ton of cantaloupes. Uh, and some really good uh, sound effects when those cantaloupes were swinging. I'll say. Um, and just this one one part that I, I noticed. It was near the commercial bit because they played that stupid PlayStation Three commercial again. Uh, was J Tight yelling the term, like yelling for Christy? And I was counting how often they used the exact same sound clip. And they put it in there six times. Just to, like, okay. emphasize the urgency of, where's our teammate? Come on, Christy! Christy! Yeah. Over and over again. Well, like, after was... the commercial break, they kind of recap what just happened for some reason. And, yeah, they, they play it again. Yeah, over and over again. Um, 
Yeah. And then so okay, the winner is whoever like, did there the is a pretty course. bad and hit the uh, hit the uh, targets with the cantaloupe fastest got to meet Nolan North and hang out for him, hang out with him for a bit, and get copies of his mm-hmm. book, which I realized I want to read. I'll probably read that. Okay, did he write it? Yeah, I believe so. Or at least yeah, I believe he helped write it. I doubt he himself wrote it, but we'll see. Okay. What I saw, I thought it was, like, Drake's Journal or whatever. I thought it was just, like, oh, special, you know, art book behind the I'm pretty sure it's like about it being a voice actor and working on Uncharted, but they called it Drake's Journal so people would buy it more. Because if you call it Nolan North Biography, it's going to get, like, half yeah. as many sales. I guess. I was kind of annoyed that like I forget who it was. Was it Jay Tight who was like, "Dude, do the no like do the Nathan Drake no- voice," and it's just like, "Don't you know that's that's what he does?" And he was kind of annoyed by it too. And I was like, "Oh, I don't know who it was, but they were like, is that your normal voice? That's Drake's voice." And he's like, "Yeah, it's mine." And then he does like the talk, like does a line from the game or something. Yeah. yeah Come on, Sully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there was a big Vita kind of moment where they're just talking about how great it is, which I guess that was the one thing I forgot. I briefly played a Vita at a GameStop. Oh, so did I. Um, played some Wipeout 2048 or whatever. Um, I don't know. That screen is big and kind of nice, I guess, but hmm. I'm still not very interested. What did you get? Oh, the loading time was terrible, though. That that rumor is true. It's like a minute long. Uh, I played Uncharted Golden Abyss. How how was it? It was Uncharted. Oh yeah. Okay. So it yeah. was incredible. Uh, well, it was like Uncharted controls, and I was in a burning building. So nothing... wait, they have another burning building? They just really like burning buildings. Oh wow. Okay. It it wasn't no, it wasn't like the Uncharted three burning burning building. Nothing that crazy. It was just like oh yeah, part of this building's on fire. You should probably get out. Yeah, no, I'm assuming nothing cool. would be that crazy. But it's just like, what's next? Like you're gonna be on a train as well. Because remember that part. The, there's going to be a burning building on a train while you're using a jet ski to escape. Yeah, probably. Is there a burning train it. ever? They should do that. I think they... Well, technically, that was the burning train. Okay. In, in 2, wasn't it? I'm sure at some point it went all it, bad. It was, it was like a crash. blown up yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, anyways, um, uh, so yeah, giant uh, Golden Abyss and Vita advertisement during Nolan North there. It's just... They could not stop talking about how, wow, these controls are great. Wow, the 6-axis is just amazing to use the sniper with. And just all this other stuff. So, yeah, anyway. Uh, and then Raptor was eliminated out of nowhere just because, I guess. What? Yeah, it was like, oh, you didn't really decide on a person you don't want around anymore, so we're going to make that choice for you. We've always hated this guy. Get out. Like, yeah. It was really weird. I, I was annoyed by that because, yeah, I just re-familiarized myself. With like, oh, yeah, Metal Gear Awesome, I know this. And then, okay, never mind. Yeah, so it was just, they were kind of p- pointing it towards two specific people because they spent, like, 75% of this episode talking about how these two people don't like each other. Mm-hmm. And then all this, and, and, and like, so, burn yeah, whatever. burn whatever and Seuss Kaiden, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know what, Igor Raptor, you've been in the losing team three times, you're out. I was like, what? Yeah. And, and like, that, the most thing they put weird. towards him was that new judge was like, you didn't help the, the rest of your teammates. You went and got ammo. It's like, what? That isn't... Okay. Anyway. And then out of nowhere, double elimination, Burn went home. 
So two people gone. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Your enthusiasm is totally showing through all of this. Right. It wasn't a great episode. Nothing incredibly stupid, I'll say that. So, a bit of a dry spell. What was the next one's challenge they were talking about? I forget. Like, I literally just watched it. Yeah. Uh, didn't stick. It just didn't. It's just like, okay, some, something Oh, happened. uh, oh, they're doing fighter. fighting scenes. Cross Tekken. Yeah, Tekken. So they have Tekken to... Cross, yeah. They have to learn some choreography and then make up a story and fight each other. Yeah. So like you know, game tester stuff. Or, yeah, sorry, exactly. game yeah. producer yeah. stuff. <laughs> yep. <sighs> okay. So there's the tester. So there's that. that. That's the tester. Stay tuned for more. Uh, news? Uh, do you want news, to, yeah. Do you want to do news? I like, how, I like how so depressed you guys are getting about this. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a burden right now. I don't know. Some, something's missing. They need... I, I don't know what to recommend. Actually, no. Someone did write a, a proposal as to what a reality show about game development should be like, and he was saying make it like Top Chef, where you just follow around a, like a developer and like a dude come like dudes come in and like criticize what they're doing and try to make them better and stuff. Well, like, are you change... interested in that indie game, the TV show? What idea? is that? Like, well, it's the idea that was spawned for HBO. Oh, based like, indie game, indie game, the movie. Yeah. Oh, I, like I, from that documentary or whatever at Sundance, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I, I, I like I heard that story and my ears, you know, listened to it. I would be well. That's not really a game oh, show. Okay. That's I think isn't that more of just like this is how games get made. Here's a, a documentary drama, about it. Comedy. And I would totally be interested yeah. in like a thirty to maybe hour long, you know, once a week of here's this company, here's this company, here's this company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't. That's not anything to do with game shows. Uh. Like this manner of reality survivor type show, just it, yeah, it's not. It's just not good. Like I don't watch this in any other. We'll way get. I think any okay. We, there's, there's, we have an email about this later that we'll get to in terms of what we wanted of this stuff. So let's kind of save yeah. that for later. Okay. All right. So let's move on to news. Nintendo did a live stream this week. Okay. Was it a live stream? Uh, yeah, it was a live stream. Like basically, they uh, they sent 3ds users. A memo about it on there in Swap Note. Yeah, there was a Zelda thing I remember. Yeah, and there that that was a Zelda thing saying like, "Hey, I hope you like Legend of Zelda. We've had 25 years celebrate it. We're gonna do a new one soon." Basically, right, so that's the of it. So yeah, new Zelda surprise. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like Reggie Phil's aim in uh, in North America, he sent people with 3ds a note saying like, "Hi, this is Reggie. We're gonna do a live stream on this website." Tomorrow, you should watch it. We'll announce some new stuff. They've been doing that a lot recently. I like the fact that they're doing that. They're just yeah, it's getting a little like more personal. Twice last fall, so yeah. Well, uh, here's the gist of what came out of that. Uh, we have Mario Tennis Open confirmed and with a release date for North America, May twentieth. This is only 3ds. Yes. Yeah. I- I'm kind of excited if it's like the Mario Tennis with like the powers and everything. I've never played a Mario Tennis game, but I might I might jump into it now. The GameCube one was really good, and, and I, I like yeah. I like the original N64 one as well. So that's where Waluigi comes from. Awesome, he, and he's great. I, shut up, man! I like Waluigi. No, I do too. He's the best. <laughs> he's just like the dumbest character they made. He's just like he's the best as a result. Yep. All right. Uh, last story. The. Uh, RPG made by Miss Walker, some of the Final Fantasy Square soft guys. That is finally coming to okay. North America. 
but it is getting released did they by... Did Lost Odyssey? Is that correct? Yes, that's Miss Walker. Okay. They also did Blue Dragon. I didn't like Lost Odyssey. They did Blue anyway, Dragon I never really well. played it. I heard it was okay. But, okay. Um, that game is getting published in North America, but it's not getting published by Nintendo. It's getting published by Xseed. Oh, right, I did hear about that oh. as well. They what did, did that, do uh, recently? Retro Game Challenge. That was a good one. Yeah, they do like a bunch of... I'm trying to think of what's hmm? a big one. I'm trying to think of a big one that they published recently that I recognize, but I can't think of anything right now. Usually they do like more niche yeah. games. Retro Game Challenge is the first one that just jumps to mind right away as well. Yeah. I think they did that Korg thing too, didn't they? Yeah, I think, I think that was them. But they, they usually weird, do they usually do RPGs kind of stuff. or stuff like that. I can think of like a, bu- a couple things they did on uh, on the uh, PSP. Like they ported most of the Ease games over here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So like, right. they're they're known for doing good work. So I, I'm I'm sure it's going to be a good game. And that's the second game out of Project Rainfall that people wanted. Because it was yeah, Xenoblade. And the first which, one was Xenoblade, yeah. Yeah. And then this last story, and I can't remember what the third one is, Pandora's Tower or something like that. That sounds familiar, yeah. So I wonder if we're going to get that one as well. And that's on the Wii. That is on the Wii. Yep. No release date as far as I'm aware of, though. No. And I think it just came out in uh, the UK, because I saw a bunch of reviews for it on Metacritic. It's bouncing around in the 80s. Cool. Um, we are also getting Game Gear games on the Virtual Console for 3DS. I like my Game Gear. What what right. are... What's a noteworthy Game Gear game? Didn't they have, like, Sonic ports or something? Like, yeah, they did. Like, what... What was, like, a key Game Gear title? Uh, for me, it was the Sonic games. The Sonic games? I don't know, the Power Rangers games on there was pretty good, too. Uh, I'm told the Shinobi games are good. Okay. The only game I remember playing a lot on the uh, Game Gear was Ren and Stimpy Quest for the Shaven Yak. I have a Batman game that's not very good. Great. But yeah, no, for me it's uh, it's the Sonic games. Which, you know, that doesn't really get me excited. Because, you know, everyone, Sonic's on everything. But hey, I liked the Game Gear when I played that. I'm just wondering how much they're going to be. If they're going to be more or less expensive than the Game Boy ones have been. I think it should be about the same. I don't know. We'll see. Alright, yeah, they also released a new 3DS game, uh, Dylan's Rolling Western. This was for download, and it's, yeah. people are really into it, I hear. I picked it up, but I haven't played it yet. But okay. basically, it's a tower defense game, but it's also like a beat em up action adventure game as well. Okay, I guess we'll hear about that next in the next few weeks or something. Yeah. Alright, All right. that's pretty much it for the for that. So let's move on to something that you guys might be able to talk about a bit more. Mass yeah. Effect 3. Okay. So, so uh, apparently I there was... Part over. Are you, you want to go in it? Or you want I'll go in it. Yeah, because I, I read most of the stories on it. So some DLC was talked about. And the thing was, okay. we're, getting, we're getting day one DLC. So as <laughs> usual, fans exploded. Um, okay. But the thing that was weird about this d- announcement was that one of the you're gonna get a character from it, and I'll try to talk as least spoilery as I can. Um, but this character you get, like as far as we know from Mass Effect, you shouldn't be able to get this race. So that's all I'll really say. So it's the the issue is 
people are kind of upset. For one, it's the day one DLC, and for two, because you're okay. spoiling what could potentially be a huge plot point in Mass Effect 3. I thought it wasn't that they were talking about it, it was that, that it accidentally got displayed on Xbox.com for people to find. Like, I think that was the issue, and then people found out this information. Because, hmm. yeah, like I said, this character... what that would mean. Well, we can talk afterwards, I just don't want to spoil it for anyone who might be listening. But, yeah, first okay. off, I just wanted to say, you know, we have to get over getting upset about Day 1 DLC. This happened with, what was it, was it, now. Was, was it Gears? I remember Cliff Lazinski talking about it, and he's like, yes, you know, and they, Bioware even mentioned, we finished Mass Effect 3 in January, we need something to do. So we were working in DLC. And Mass Effect 2 had Day 1 DLC. Well, it had a bunch of, like, weapons and stuff. Yeah, weapons and stuff. I don't think it had any, like, like they did missions and stuff like this. No, what, they did that Cerebrus get that Network character. stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it day well, one? Yeah. Actually, if you buy but it new, I, you do get that yeah. Bounty Hunter guy or whatever. I'm pretty sure he was the one. Right. But, um, uh, the DLC is called From Ashes, by the way. Do you guys know how much the Collector Edition costs? Probably usual 10, 20 bucks. A lot? No, I think it's a lot more. Because there's it? a lot coming with it. Yeah, I think it's like 150 or something. I think they're sold out though. Like, I didn't really even bother looking into it because right. they announced a couple weeks ago. Like, no, we're we're that's it. That's all. So yeah, I remember there was quite a bit. Like, because you're getting you're getting one of the comic books on like hardcover and stuff. So you're getting quite a bit. And you're getting this DLC, but anyway, yeah. So that's coming. That'll be day one. Mass Effect Three comes out March 6th. Which so t- to link to that, there was also an announcement this week that it's going to be available on the PlayStation Network. For digital download day one, which is great. That is pretty I'm not, cool. I'm not getting it on the PS3, but you know the future. So well, I have all my save data elsewhere. So yeah, that needs to be happening now, and you can pre-order it, which I don't really know why you would do that, but yeah. Maybe if it auto downloads, can you pre? Does it auto download? I was gonna ask if either of you guys knew that, because like I pre-ordered a digital book on my Kindle, and that auto downloaded. Does the PS3 do that? I don't know. I can do that. Uh, Mass Effect Three Collector's Edition is eighty dollars Canadian. The normal game is sixty Canadian. Oh, that's not oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I so if I like crazy me, if I'm going when I go to the store to pick it up, if there's a copy of the Collector's Edition there, I'll probably grab that. I don't think there will be, but okay, fair enough. Unless there's like a, a third edition, I don't know. Because like I know I'm going to get this DLC, and the DLC is ten bucks. Mm-hmm. So there you go, get ten bucks more. Yeah, uh, Mass Effect 3 Collector's Edition, Premium Metal Case, 70-page handbook, art, hardbound art book, limited edition Mass Effect comic, fabric and 7-patch, lithograph print of the Normandy, and additional in-game content. Yeah. And a Mass Effect 3 digital soundtrack. And, like, the cover okay, art and the last little bit of news, I only put here, I only put this news in here just because I thought it was kind of dumb. The next uh, Metal of Honor game is called Warfighter. And that's a really yeah, bad so name. starting to spread. I, I love fighting wars. Spread. I don't, but yeah. I was Ghost Recon. Yeah, just I know. Warfighter. Everyone can think about that. That's a that's just a like, rat you know, metal solve honor solve problems with parties and you know talking. It's a better way to go about it. Well, it could be worse if you like war shooter or war gunner. War gunner. Yeah, it's pretty bad. War, war gunner's pretty bad. I actually, yeah, is there a game called War Gunner? I don't know. There's Sniper <laughs> Ghost Warrior, which is pretty bad. Was it Sniper Ghost Warrior? Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's a sequel to that happening, isn't there? 
I don't know. I, no I think no, I'm just looking at anyway. War Gunner because that should be a thing if it's not. Okay. That'll be the sequel. It'll be Medal of Honor War Gunner. Okay, they, anyway. it's made by the people who did the last Medal of Honor. What was that? Oh, the one uh, that Medal of Honor one. Okay. Yep. Oh, and, is this uh, in that the, main the multi- So it's modern Multiplayer time? is, uh... Kept assuming World not by dice. Okay. Who is working on this? It's them. It, They're it is multiplayer dice? in-house. No, it's not dice. Okay. Alright, uh, that's it for news, isn't it? Yeah. Was there anything else picked this week? No, that was it. Well, I did look up some information on that main six thing, but we don't need to... 17 characters planned. <laughs> Okay, yeah. But I think it, yeah. I think they're releasing it with just the, the main six at first. Yeah. The, yeah. And there's no open beta yet or anything. There's just uh, videos of it, which I haven't looked into yet. Pony fighting games. Yeah. I think if you, if you do go to BronyCon, I believe they have a playable version of it there. They did last year. Oh, okay. Huh. All right. One All right, more either way, let's work on the email. Okay. Before we start convincing Nathan to go to New Jersey. Yeah. Secaucus or something? I've never heard of it before the past couple days. But okay. Questions. Why would you have heard of something in New Jersey in the first place? Well, just Kevin Smith stuff, I guess. Like, he just shoots all his movies there. So, you know. And Sopranos is, like, New Jersey. I guess. I haven't really looked into it. Alright, questions. We got, like, four here from Aurora. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's kick it off with the first one. Was there anything actually good on the CDI or the 3DO? I think this is mainly going to be John, since I, I don't think Nathan or I have played too. either of these. Uh, 3DO yeah. and CDI both had a lot of FMV games. Uh, 3DO had the Road Rash, which was actually pretty good. Uh, I want to say it had Tempest 2000 like a, as well. There's like a Dark Forces port. I know that much. Was there a Dark Forces port? Yeah, I think so. That game was pretty good. That whole series was good. Yeah. Here, let me make sure. I'm not just saying no. What else is on the 3D? I know the 3D had a couple good ones, and then it had a couple like really crazy ones, like Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, which was just insane. That's a good name. Yeah, it's okay. just this insane like choose your own adventure game where you like it's it's actual actors and it's like a it goes works like a PowerPoint game. Oh man, okay. The game is just insane, and like it belittles you for every single choice you make, and you have to watch a walkthrough of the game to just believe how insane it is. All right. Uh, other than that, for the CDI, you know what? As much crap as they get, the Zelda games weren't actually that bad. Oh really? Yeah. Like they're okay. just cheesy and kind of silly. Oh yeah, or? they're just like super cheesy and super silly. The animation is what gets the most flack. They're mm-hmm. like uh, they're also side-scrolling games like Zelda Two was, just not as deep. Ooh. Okay, okay. So yeah, I don't. Oh, they're not bad. I own them both, and I've played through one of them in full. So, all right. I also heard there was like some crazy mini golf game starring Eugene Levy on the CDI. <laughs> okay. Well, like, see, so, yeah, I've I've heard that one's pretty good too. Just, just as Eugene Levy, like just doing characters, or is it like? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. From what I hear, I haven't actually seen footage of it, but I've heard it's pretty funny. Okay. Huh. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it. Like, I really, the CDI was more of an educational movie music thing. Mm-hmm. 
Although I think they had Dragon's Lair on there as well. Now, that's a good game as well, but you can play that on a DVD at this point. Yeah, yep. that's true. Uh, question two. Does it piss you guys off, too, when people compare handhelds with smartphones and reviews? No. Not really. We're at that stage in, uh, like in, this, in, in technology, so you have to. It's kind of in a weird transitional I, I kind of dislike how they're comparing the prices, but like you said, it makes sense to do it. Oh, well, like... Because a review huh. is basically whether or not you should buy this. So, when... So a lot of the things with the 3DS is, yeah, you could spend, you know, $40 on this or buy 40 games on your iPhone. Yeah, the price but modeling... But they all give you the same pleasure. I don't know. Like, yeah, the price models definitely need to adapt some on the handheld gaming front. Like, that's kind of what I hope the Vita could do if it had a cool downloadable store or something. It could just have better thought-out indie kind of stuff, but they don't seem to be really encouraging that. I think so, so far it seems like the 3DS is going to have a better chance of that happening before the Vita. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think Vita is in a lot of trouble. I don't know. I haven't really... I don't. I, I kind of want to hear what the, the first couple weeks sales numbers are going to be. Yeah. I guess that would be kind of a telltale sign as to how they're doing, but I, I don't know. I'm just personally not very interested in anything that's happened there. I guess there's a Luminous game, so that's that. But... And that's probably going to be the best-selling game next to, like, Uncharted. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, I guess. So, it doesn't it doesn't bother me, certainly. Like, it's it's just kind of an odd thing that's starting to happen, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to happen more and more often, and it really it comes down to, like, if game quality on the smartphone starts getting closer to where handheld games are, then it'll make more and more sense. Well, I mean, like yeah, Ghost Tricks yeah, on both. Exactly. It's, cheaper. it's you know these are these are becoming platforms of their own, so it doesn't bug you when we're comparing like the 360 and the PS3 version together. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like, like yeah. Who brought up Ghost Trick? Was that you, Nathan? Yeah, that was me. Like, that's a good comparison because that's the exact same game that's on a handheld for about thirty bucks that you can get for about fifteen on a yeah. phone, and apparently it looks better on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you can get it for ten actually. The whole thing. And, oh. Yeah. Okay. It does look sharper. So there you go. Like, so yeah, you know. you, I think you have to, and it doesn't bug me either. Alright. Number question three. Most importantly, oh. Vita or 3DS? Uh, Aurora kinda, prefers the 3DS hands down. I guess we kind of answered that. I think, yeah. In terms of what, though? Like, success? like or I think personal, personal preference by the sounds of it. I guess I'm just personally more curious about like some of the platform, like some of the properties that Nintendo has, so like that Paper Mario game and stuff, so... Right, I guess, yeah. yeah, 3DS. I prefer my 3DS, but I'll be honest, I want the Vita to succeed. Because of its weird Why? controller inputs, or... Because then, if there's two different separate systems that are actually both getting good amounts of uh, sales and good different games, then it'll cause both companies to have to try harder. Right, right, but we, like with it's the like handheld, like Apple's, we are Nintendo already has to compete with ninety-nine cent games. It's true, but I don't know. The fiercer competition, the better, really. I I want to be able to justify buying a Vita, is what I'm. Trying I think to it's say. too early to even like ask this when the Vita just came out, anyway. Yeah, but you know, I have a 3DS, so by default, I have to say that. I don't know, like and I said. I just I want I want stuff. to eventually be able to justify buying a Vita. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I want the Vita to lose at all. But just we need to see, we need to see it for, it for a bit and see what it can do. 
Well, I gotta tell you, those like two minutes I spent with Vita weren't that great. So, verdict, it's no good. Verdict totally uh, sucks. <laughs> that two yeah. minutes, one minute being loading. Yeah, that screen is pretty sharp though. Nah, I don't know. I yeah, I have nowhere near enough information to really make a good call. Just yeah. Three DS's games. Kind of. Uh, question four, the last question from Aurora. Assuming I won't find anyone else, if you guys are getting Kid Icarus Uprising as well, would you guys play it with me? We haven't really done like a gaming thing with listeners. Well you you set up the Mario Kart one. I did a game night a couple like a year or so back with Burnout Paradise. So yeah, we play with fans. Mm, that's true. And so any of you guys well Nathan, you don't even have three guys yet, do you? No. No. And I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get it, judging on reviews and stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, it we, has we play online. with fans. Yeah. Kid Rising has some crazy multiplayer mode. Three on three okay. battles or something like that. Yeah, it's Do by the guy who did Smash Bros. Do you have a ton of like, nostalgia for Kid Icarus, like the first one? Like what? I do. I have the original Kid Icarus. I, I have the yeah. NES and Game Boy Kid Icaruses, yeah. I have the Game Boy one, yeah. Do you think this is only really, like, people are aware of it because of Smash Brothers in this day and age? Yes, like, exactly. No, there, there are people who wanted Kid Icarus to come back, because it's one of those Nintendo properties they didn't do anything with. Yeah. But uh, I, I will admit, Brawl probably brought back more people's eye. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what is this? For sure. Google. Who is this guy? Kid Icarus. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, he's Pit. He was in uh, this animated series. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yep. Alright. Alright, and we have one last question here from uh, Niall. It says, Niall, I think. Niall, sorry if I butchered that. Okay. By Nail. Uh, question is, Hi, if you could design a challenge for the tester, what challenge would you make? I don't know if I want to go serious, if I want to go what they're doing. Because if I was going to go serious, I'd go, here is a Product, mm-hmm. find how many bugs you can find. Whoever finds the and correct number wins. Through hours of them playing it, and yeah. yeah. How about a challenge pertaining to the actual job? Yeah, but if we're talking tester, I want them to have to cross a tightrope over a pit of sharks, and they also have to teach the sharks the alphabet, and whoever does that the best. Uh, clearly knows how to test games. I don't think sharks have cranial capacity. Like, if it was, like, dolphins, it might make more sense. They apparently use specific whistles to differentiate each other, so they name each other. Think about that. I read that yesterday. I watched a show about dolphins recently where they put a mirror up, and dolphins could figure out that yeah. they are looking at themselves. Yeah, they're one of the few animals that can. Like, great apes can do yeah. that as well. Like, elephants can do that. Elephants. Elephants are awesome. Um, so yeah, let's see what if I can tie this the in. Tester. Some sort of elephant-related challenge. I like the trivia ones they do because I get to do something at home. But uh, oh yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's not really exciting. It's just those were the ones I maybe like, like a kind of maybe a battle to the death. Well, you got remember you got to tie it in with a game too. So right. Okay. You can say like I I want a driving challenge where they drive stupidly fast and tie it in with wipeout. Right. Okay. Right. Um, right. You I, w- I want a properties. So I want to drop a bunch of bricks on the ground and time with music for Lumines. Mm-hmm. I want... That'd be pretty good. 
But uh, I want a, I don't know, like a SOCOM-themed one where they have to kill every each, each other contestant until there's one left and he gets to be a tester. So you want like Battle Royale, the TV yeah. show. There you go. I think it would, yeah, cross-promote it with the Hungry Games coming out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, nothing that I can think of that would be extraordinary. John, I know you're a big fan of the show. Do you have any... Suggestions. Each tester has to wake up, and they have been positioned on a train that is hanging off of a cliff. <laughs> whoever can climb out of this train first is the winner. Uh, they have to uh, figure out how to stop the hacking of the PlayStation Network. <laughs> whoever does it the most efficiently gets to have the job. There you go. This is just their recruitment for we need more help. Yeah. Beefing up our yeah, uh, the tester. I three seasons, huh? It just keeps going. People yeah. like it too. That Facebook page had a bunch of likes on it. I don't know why. So I think it's yeah, every time I look at the episodes, it's like seven hundred people have liked this episode, and I'm like, holy smokes, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, I would laugh if the uh, the likes and everything dropped dramatically now that Eagle Raptor's gone. I'll keep my eye out for next week, because this week's was 700-something, so I'll watch. All right. But yeah. Yeah, so there's some good challenges that I think all suit it well. All ridiculous, just like the show. Yeah. I don't know, that's it for questions, so I guess that's really it for the podcast this week. So it's okay. email stuff, or... All right, so if you guys want to email us or send us questions via Facebook, where do they go, Nathan? Uh, top down perspective at Hotmail.com, or... Uh... Facebook.com, top-down perspective, I guess. Is the search term, yeah. Yeah, that, that is. And yeah, any Brony-related questions, you can address <laughs> those to me. I'm more yes, yeah. The new encyclopedia of unicorns and ponies. Yeah, I can look it up and figure out what's going on. And like, I don't Never mind, I'm going to restrain. All right. We, we need Thanks. to hook you up with a peg information themselves. Or, if they wanted Nathan to tell them the information, he'll do that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, Give us more sure. content. So, we, yeah. we need to find Nathan a Pegasister now. I think that's like the female brony. Oh, yeah, it is. is. It I, I learned that term yesterday. It, it's a Pegasister. Which, the term oh, hasn't caught see, on as I much thought, as So, like, their brony is like brother. Yeah. So, brony, so brony is the guy like term. bro, and it was supposed to be something kind of stupid. No, brony is the guy term. Was yeah, it not derisively okay. originally was the thing? Like, on uh, 4chan? Apparently a lot of this stems from, like, a big dispute on 4chan. I read through the everything, new meme. Everything just comes from a big dispute on 4chan. Right, but they have a dedicated That's board true. now, so I actually think I need to go to 4chan now. Oh, I, no. I haven't done in quite a while, but... Dark hole from you may never escape from. I guess, yeah. It's, it's kind of like Reddit, so you might like it. I know, but like more so, I'm told, which is, I, I don't know that I, I, Reddit's already causing a lot of problems. I basically had to just like leave my cell phone in a different room and go to bed because I just I wouldn't stop using the app and just getting more and more and more and more and more, it's just nonstop. It's like plugging in it's just raw internet and then you're done. You don't see the sun for days. It's 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 bad. It's getting bad. I need to go outside more. So what you're saying is we should probably get you intervention for being a brony. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I'm wondering if the, 
like the group at school will be kind of like a you know support group, or if it'll be really really bad because it'll just. I kind of hope it'd be a support group because that would be funny. I think yeah. they're going to be enablers. To be honest. Yeah, and... probably. Just like, oh, dude, you need to get into this too. You don't know, and then just like, we'll see. Oh, okay. Or it could be like a child molesting group, and they're just trying to get kids that like the show. See, into that's it, the, so that's watch a, out for at that. the university. Oh, dude, that's a horrible misassumption about what bronies are all about. It's not about that. It's totally crazy. No, I'm not saying that's what bronies are about. I'm just saying they're using the guise of a children's TV show to get kids to join their group, and then the kids never come home. No, no, don't taint this. It's And not because they love this group, because they're dead. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's not like that, dude. It's totally above board. It's I don't know. I, I've seen some pretty bad pony-related things. I've seen, like, uh, My Human Centipede. Yeah. Okay, and on that wonderful note. Yeah, there you go. That's the, that's the end of the podcast right there. Yep. All right, we'll be back next week. Take it easy, guys.